0: Hi, I'm Joseph Abraham, coordinator of Sullivan County Democrat. Here are today's top stories. A new human rights law is being proposed by the county legislature with a public hearing to be held on Thursday, July 16th. Chairman Rob Doherty said it's modeled after the Tompkins County Human Rights Commission that was recommended by previous members of the Sullivan Human Rights Commission. Quote, it's a jumping off point for a conversation, Doherty told the Democrat. Quote, I look forward to the debate and I want to keep an open mind about it and hopefully we can come to an understanding on what's best for the county. At the recent full board meeting of the legislature last week at the government center, a few residents spoke out against the proposed law and asked for changes to be made. Steve Viglanti, chair of the Sullivan County Democratic Committee, read a letter from the committee saying that the proposed law limits the scope of the Human Rights Commission. Quote, in this time of polarization and unrest with acts of discrimination taking place in our own county, the legislature must stand up and allow the Human Rights Commission to fulfill its mission. Check out today's top story by Isabel Braverman. She also gives an update on the state reopening plan in today's paper, as we entered Phase 3 this past Tuesday. Under Phase 3 guidelines, restaurants can open indoor seating at 50% capacity with tables distance 6 feet apart. It also allows for gatherings for up to 25 people. Personal care services such as tattoo and piercing facilities, massage therapy, spas, and nail salons can all reopen at 50% capacity. Hair salons were already permitted to open under Phase 2. Some restaurants in the region have been doing takeout since the start of the pandemic and are now adding outdoor seating and beginning indoor seating. Quote, we kept pretty steady and started curbside delivery and takeout, said Caterina Lance Vandermark, owner of Colossio Family Restaurant and Pizzeria in Monticello. She continued, quote, since we were not able to open up our dining room, we took that time to renovate the restaurant. Now our tables are ready, six feet apart, constant wiping, cleaning and sanitizing. We're all ready to go. We miss our customers and the conversations we had. Also in phase three, Sullivan County government offices were reopened to walk-ins by appointment only. Also in today's paper, co-editor Matt Shortall gives an update on the situation involving Acting Department of Public Works Superintendent Raymond Jones in the village of Monticello. Jones has withdrawn his resignation in order to use some 1,000 hours of paid time off he'd accrued with the village. According to Monticello Mayor Gary Somers, Somers said, quote, once his time is burned, he's either going to get fired or have to resign but he's not put back to work in any way, matter, or form. A group of local demonstrators, Black Lives Matter activists, and members of the Sullivan County Young Democrats have been calling on the village to terminate Jones's employment after a cell phone video emerged last month of Jones using racial slurs to refer to DPW employees to Fawn McGinnis. McGinnis then filed an official grievance. On June 4th, demonstrators held a march to Village Hall where Mayor Somers announced that Jones was submitting his resignation, but no resignation letter had been seen publicly. Shifting gears, co-editor Matt short also gives an update on the Republican primary race for Sullivan County District Attorney, which remains neck and neck with at least 1,848 absentee ballots still to be open. After early in-person voting numbers tallied Tuesday night, retired Sullivan County Court Judge Frank Labuda stood ahead of Acting District Attorney Megan Galligan by a mere 47 votes. According to unofficial results by the Sullivan County Board of Elections, Labuda garnered with 760 votes to Galligan's 713. According to Sullivan County Communications Director Dan Hoost, the Board of Elections had received 1,848 absentee ballots as of Tuesday. That number doesn't necessarily take into account absentee ballots that were postmarked by deadline but have yet to be received. Absentee ballots will be opened and counted starting next Wednesday, July 1st. Also in today's news section, staff writer Patricio Abajo gives an update on the town of Fallsburg. Now they decided not to operate the town day camp for 2020 due to ongoing concerns over COVID 19. We have made a decision as a board that we don't feel we can safely do that um, or do it in a way that would benefit, that the, quarter, the benefit would, would uh, you know, basically the benefit would overwhelm, overwhelm the risk. So we are not moving forward our camp. And I apologize. feel bad about saying that. Um, but at this point, we don't feel we can safely do that. Day camp is organized by the Boys and Girls Club of the town of Walkill. Check out Patricio's story for more info. today's life section, Sullivan County Democrat staff writer Patricio Rubio concludes his Coping with COVID series by talking about his own journey through these challenging times. Also, he gives an inside look at SUNY Sullivan's virtual graduation and the 220 grads that walked across the stage. SUNY Sullivan President Jay Quaintance told graduates, quote, you've had to adapt, find new ways to stay connected with friends, and finish your degree while your time on campus was cut short. Your presence here will always be felt. See more photos and the rest of the story in today's paper. In sports, Richard Ross continues his 20 for 20 on 2020 Senior Athlete Series by interviewing Andrea Decker of Tri-Valley. Also, golfing highlights columnist Ed Townsend gives an inside look in the Twin Village Golf League that concludes today's edition of the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And to listen to more podcasts such as this one, you can follow us on TuneIn, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcast. Have a great weekend.